Caller, let me help you. My roommate isn't wearing my clothes. What should I do? Go to AT&T. They're giving you up to $650 in value to help you switch when you trade in your current smartphone and buy a new one on AT&T next. Wow, $650? How does that help with my situation? $650 in value can help you save up for your own place or a really nice deadbolt. AT&T, mobilizing your world. Limited time offer. Each line requires eligible port-in, trade-in, purchase, and service. Get minimum of $10 trading credit plus prepaid card and amount of device balance or early termination fee less trade-in. Fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See store for details. Blog Talk Radio. And we are live and wide open. I don't know about y'all, but I passed my wellness test, so I got to come to work today. This is Three the Hard Way. Welcome. Once again, I am Matt Hankins, and I expect to be joined extremely shortly by my co-host, Woody, who is just running just a half a step behind. I'm going to check him on his wellness because he might have been trying to find a substitute or something of that matter. Uh, I don't know if... uh, Y'all know what he like I do, but he's not the choir boy that he pretends to be on these here airways. But uh, that is neither here nor there. Thank you so much for joining us again. It has been a crazy week in the wrestle match business, um, and uh, we're gonna get all into it tonight. And we're gonna get into some big stuff tonight because I've heard it through the grapevine that we not we might have some of the best big men in the state calling in with us tonight. We're going to get to all that here in just a bit. Man, crazy week for me. We had a PCW show this week, and I got to tell you, it was one I was extremely pleased and proud of. Um, We had a lot go on, man. We had a lot of happenings, a lot of undertakings, and all of it led to two things, which is the Revolutionary War Games that takes place on the 4th of July and also on the 2nd of July, a massive PCW show, um, four matches, four of the biggest matches we've ever done. Um, I don't even know where to start because every one of them could highlight and main event any card anywhere in the state. Uh, first things first, I guess, we've had a feud brewing between Brian Blaze and Trevor Eon forever now, and Trevor is constantly trying to blind Brian Blaze in some form or fashion. He's been throwing some sort of colored powder in his eyes, and Brian Blaze finally got hip to it and said, well, man, if you want me blind, you know what we'll do? We'll just have ourselves a good old-fashioned blindfold match. So, again, first time in PCW history we're going to have a blindfold match. Um, In addition to that, Shane Marks came back this week in the first time in forever, and he challenged Iceberg. And uh, out of nowhere, quick on his feet, moved like lightning, he gets Iceberg down, and that's all it takes, covers him for the one, two, three. Beats one of Jeff Bailey's top men, but he made a challenge to, as some people have described, the hottest wrestler in the world today in Gunnar Miller. I mean, and he's been tearing it up. You've seen his name on every poster that mattered over the last few months, and he has sent a challenge to Gunnar Miller for July the 2nd. We'll see that as well. And if that don't beat all, has anybody seen Stephen Blackman? I mean, I know a lot of you probably don't look for him that regularly, but when you do, um, I want you to look at his hair because he has gone through the ridiculous feat of dyeing his hair platinum blonde um, because I guess he feels enough people already weren't looking at him. Um, 
So that is certainly something that is going on there. Um, and he's dyed his hair platinum blonde for whatever reason, and he will hopefully be getting that hair cut off. Yes, because he's in a haircut match against Johnny Danger's champion. He is selected Booth Butcher's his champion, and he's against Johnny Danger's champion and Devlin Ballot for that. Give me just a second, folks. Woody is trying to get on. Uh, looks like the Gremlins may have gotten us again. Give us two minutes, and we'll be right there with you. Now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. Three's the hard way, three's the hard way, three's the hard way. You want to do it the easy way or the hard way? With over 30 years of combined wrestling experience and knowledge, nearly every bit of it Woody's, Georgia Wrestling History presents Three the Hard Way. All right, we're back in business. Here I am back. Three the hard way returns from some slight technical interruption that we will fix in the post. I am Matt Hankins. I am being joined, as always, by my co-host, Big Wood. Hey, I believe I got guys. you this time, Woody. I believe I got good. you live and clear this go-around. How you doing, well, my I got man? My, I'm doing good. I got my pistol out, and I shot all the gremlins. And I'm not going to feed them after midnight. So I think we're going to be okay. I have, I have I've kicked. I've hard restarted. I've done it all on this thing here. Um, 
And uh, all through all this technical difficulty, I've seen that we have a guest on the line waiting ever so patiently. Um, and I know that this is a man whose patience with me often wears very thin. So I'm going to get him on here real quick. Like, big man, have I got you? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. There he is. That right there, folks, is my champion, PCW World Heavyweight Champion, the big effing deal, professional wrestling's most dangerous weapon. This is the man they call Jerry. Good to have you in here with us, son. Good to be here. Good to be here. So, um, Woody. Thank you. Woody hit me in the middle of the week like, hey, why don't we just talk to some big guys? I said, all right. Well, I got the biggest one. Um, I got the biggest one on speed dial, so we'll start with him. But the thing we want to talk about, Jeter, is, is, and it's something that you and I have talked about a lot, is what is it, how is it different, do you think, for being a big man in the wrestling business, especially here in Georgia, um, than it is for some of what, what the other guys had to go through? Um, so what were some of the initial kind of growing pains that you had to work through um, from from trying to do what you saw on TV as a kid to doing what it is for a big man to do best in the ring? Um, for me, uh, the, the, honestly, the first challenge I really had was trying to learn how to quote-unquote wrestle as a big man from everybody that's under six feet tall. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, if anybody's ever seen me uh, close to seven feet tall, uh, not a small, I was a small, small guy by any point of the imagination. So, you know, when you try to, you have guys that are under, literally under five foot ten, saying, "Hey, you need to do this, you need to do that." Yeah, you can tell me I can do this. <laughs> tell me what I need to do, but. The way you're trying to get me to do it is just not going to work with the aesthetics of my my height and weight, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as watching what I saw on television until until now, um, one of the biggest challenges I can say uh, as of now is if you don't have that certain look is it today, it to me. You can be as good as you want to be, be sometimes even better than the small guys, but if they have that quote-unquote look and you don't, they will get the quote-unquote uh, opportunities, if you will. Um, That's a fact. You know, um, I, I, for me personally, I know plenty of guys who are, who are, are some of the best in the ring, but they don't look like a, a swimsuit model by any means, by any stretch of the imagination, and they are over, they are overlooked on a lot of opportunities, if you will, based on the fact that they do not, they do not look like uh, Mr. Calendar. So yeah. that's right. I mean, it's, and that's you know that is that is the landscape um, we're in. Woody, you're you're not a guy who uh, was necessarily a swimsuit model, although you. Um, you you had <laughs> you might have paraded around a few ladies that that, that thought you were um, from the tales I've heard. Do you think that you that you could even get in the business now um, at the level that you were at? You know, when you were at your highest power, do you think if if 
you had looked exactly like you did then and you were coming up right now, could you have achieved as much as you did? Uh, I, I don't believe so because, I mean, you know, I, I believe your big companies, you know, your big company, yeah, well, and then TNA also, Impact, whatever you want to call it, uh, they're looking for they're looking for the, the chiseled stereotype, and you know they have all got some of those guys that don't work or not near as good as, as say Jeter is, and you know and sometimes they they don't you know you know it's like you know you walk up to Jeter in the street you know you're not gonna say hey I'm gonna knock the crap out of this guy and take his wallet you know what I'm saying. <laughs> And, uh, you know, back the, back when I was coming up, you know, you didn't have to have a great body. You did have to have maybe muscles in your arms or something. And, uh, you know, nowadays you're definitely wanting that stereotype body look. Yeah. So, so what are you doing to get past that, Jeter? I mean, I, I see you all the time, so I know. But tell the people how you're, uh, how you're attacking this problem. Um. Honestly, I, I still believe in, in good old-fashioned hard work, especially in between the ropes. Because um, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, whether you look like whether you look like uh, The Rock or you look like Jeter, when it's really all said and done, is is what you produce in between the ropes. Um, fact. So that's what, that's my number one goal. Uh, whether I look like John Cena, whether I look like The Rock, or whether I just look like the six foot eight monster that I am, as long as I can continue to produce in between the ropes, uh, first and foremost, that's at the top of my billing list. The other half of it is what I, what, what I can do is like uh, continuing making sure that cardiovascularly wise, I am uh, in the best shape possible. Uh, trim down where I can, you know. Uh, I was told by I was told by um, a guy a lot of people respect a lot of people know that if I could just, if you can his exact words were if you can just get rid of the, the the tire around your waist they will come looking for you so I, I, I took that to heart and th- and that's really what I'm working on now trying to get rid of the quote unquote tire around the waist and you know I, I, clearly I know it sucks but I'll give you this much you have you look different every time I see you, so you're doing something that is that is helping you. Um, but like you said, in the ring, I don't think that anybody has any doubt that you got the goods. Um, and here's something I'm, I'm, we've never talked about, but we probably I'm surprised we haven't. We spent enough hours in cars together, but that usually devolves into us arguing about something. So maybe that's why we haven't gotten to it yet. But um, you've got to do a lot of things that you've wanted to do. You've got to wrestle a lot of people that you wanted to wrestle. Um, what stands out over the last couple of years especially as, as something you were really proud of or a match that you had that you really would like to point people to to say, if you want to see what Jeter can do, go watch this? Um, there's a couple of matches. Uh, I, I can reference back, reference back to any one of the tag team matches myself and Brian Blaze have had against the Washington Bullets. Um match in particular you got the match uh, the finals match at second ground four ourselves versus the Bullets I, I believe that was a turning point where people started realizing like this kid has it this kid he can go um, 
as far as my single, as far as me as a single competitor, um, you've got there's, there's hard, hard. Uh, no, no. Um, what was it? It's not hardcore hell. It's the, um, the Halloween show. Friday night, there it is. Yeah. Friday night of uh, Friday night. 2013. Friday night of 2013, there were a lot of, a lot was on the line for me as far as people understanding what I am and what I do in the ring. And uh, the, I had a cage match with uh, Michael Judas. And I think, I'm pretty sure that I put a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people's uh, doubts and fears to rest in that particular match because uh, I whooped on Mike, Mike whooped on me, and at the end of the day when it's all said and done, you, 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 I earned a lot of people's respect in the Anarchy locker room. Uh, and even more recent than that, you have, you have uh, January 6th of last year, I competed in uh, my first Ironman match against Shane Marks. Uh, as a singles competitor, if you really want to see what you can do in between the ropes, that's a match that I point everyone to. And and before y'all start and say, Hankins, why did you put that man in an Iron Man match? Peter, tell the people who wanted that match. I asked for that match. Um, <laughs> and, the, and, and, the re- and the reason being, two reasons. A, you still had battles and naysayers, but the main reason is because, uh, honestly, I had, I had something to prove to myself more than anything mm. anybody mm. As far as... Uh, Wrestling goes a lot. A lot of my time is spent on how can I be better? How can I? Uh, how can I wake the people up? How can I put more eyes on PCW? A lot of my time is spent on proving myself. Because I, you, you, as far as I'm concerned, I've had several different uh, guys in Georgia, guys from out of state. They'll come up and say, "Kids, you have it. You're the next thing. You're this. You're that." I hear you. But I've always been a guy, I've got to prove it to myself in order to believe it. And that was a match that, A, I knew that if I could get people to see, if I could get in and make it through, I would prove it to myself. And I got in, I proved it, I proved it to myself, I proved it to Shane Marks, and I proved it to a lot of people in Georgia wrestling. Without a doubt, and it is a legitimate 60 minutes, and that match is available online, matter of fact. We'll throw it up on our uh, on our Facebook page because it is, and I was I was proud of it too um, because you know it, you don't know how that thing can go because an hour is a long time. What have you ever done one of those? Oh, I think we lost. Might lost Woody. <laughs> he says again, North Georgia can be can be tough, um, but. Yeah, it was one of those things that I was just glad to be able to sit back and watch it kind of unfold because I didn't have any doubts that it would work. But at the same time, anything can happen in one of those matches. Absolutely. Anything can go on in those matches. And that was one that not only did it work from um, the point of you and Shane going in there and doing what you do and doing it well, but it worked from the entertainment standpoint. I mean, I know everybody points to – the Shawn Michaels Bret Hart Iron Man is sort of this this beacon of the Iron Man match, but there were parts of that match that was just boring. Um, yeah. It just 
it didn't work um, for an hour. But you and Shane worked completely for an hour. The people were on their feet for an entire, entire hour in this match. And honestly, it didn't matter at the end um, because they all felt like they had won. <laughs> you know, the, the crowd had won the match. Everybody's on their feet for this thing. Um, and to that point, it was you who made the challenge this past Saturday to Slim Jay and to Kevin Park for another Iron Man match, but a triple threat this time. Um, are you just a glutton for punishment? <laughs> um, I wouldn't say a glutton for punishment, but I'm always looking to prove myself um, first and foremost to me and then to prove honestly that at the end of the day, big men are still viable in this business. That when it's all said and done, you can have a bunch of little guys that can flip it to do da 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 this and that and third. But if they don't have any, if they don't have any real challenge, then what? You know, um, that that was the reason for doing it. Um, and I, 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 the other reason, the other two reasons, the other reason is I've never honestly had a one-on-one match with Slim J, a match with Slim J, period. 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 Wow. As, as long as I was at Anarchy, we've never had a one. We've never had a, honestly had a match against each other. Uh, and Kevin Parks, that's a guy who's come in, worked hard, worked diligently, diligently. I'm sorry, to prove himself. And it's like, why not get his kid shot to step in with two guys who have made their name in Georgia, and, and let's see what we can do with this hodgepodge hash of wrestling. <laughs> And it's a big spot for all three of you because, again, it's it's this mix of styles. I mean, you know, Park and Slim J are of similar size. and But really and truly, that's where the comparisons kind of stop. I mean, they don't really do a lot of the same things. Um, he's more of a – I guess I say he's sort of in that new strong style. You know, Slim J is – I don't think you can really classify Slim J. Um, if it's wrestling, he can do it. And, you know, the same can be said for you. It's just that you do it at, you know, almost seven feet. So it will be interesting to say the least. I mean, but it has the potential to be all-time classic because if if it all melds together, then we might really have something on our hands. Woody, are you back with us? Yes, sir. Sorry about that. What's the longest you ever had to go? Oh, I, I've did two Ironman matches in my career. I mean, of course, you know. Oh, really? I was, yeah, well, I was in the business 27 years. I was a lot younger when I did that. So, uh, one of them was actually an Iron Ironman tag tag team match. So, uh, it it was a little different. Uh, but yeah, anybody, any size, shape, or anything. Uh, most guys, I hate to say it, but you know. Probably 90% of the guys out there, no matter how big or small, don't have the arsenal to go uh, an hour nowadays, you know. Because uh, Lord knows, you know, they can't sit in the back and call everything, call an hour's worth of stuff. They have to start doing it today. Yeah. They have to start calling yeah. the on Tuesday. <laughs> I know uh, the first time I seen, I seen Jeter uh, at Platinum, I'm guessing – Probably four years ago, wouldn't you say, Jeter? I guess. And uh, when I when I seen that guy, I'm like, this guy's something special. And uh, I actually talked to him. 
believe it or not, tried to book him, Matt. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's uh, he actually uh, he's worked for me a few times, and he's worked at another big man I got named Cyrus, and uh, uh, they tore it up. I've seen him do some crazy stuff. It's unbelievable. And that thing was outside in the 100-degree heat, was it not? Yes, it was. It was an outdoor show. It was. I think it was August. It was yes, August. Yes, it was. Uh, yep. What? What? Maybe book that. <laughs> you know me. Of course, uh, you know, I, I, I've always liked big wrestlers. You know, I tagged, I tagged with big wrestlers most of my career. And uh, uh, every year, you know, around December, I do that super heavyweight tournament with uh, mm-hmm. guys are 270-plus. So uh, that's just one of my gimmick ideas, as Matt likes to say. I'm the king of gimmick matches. He is, he is top number one. Tower Doom forever. <laughs> but I hadn't, I hadn't um, had Jeter in that one yet, but I definitely want him in it. And, uh, Jeter, you were just in an absolute destroy each other for, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes um, with AJ Steele out at Southern Fried. How strong is he? Uh, as strong as he looks. <laughs> does he even know it? Does he know how strong he is? Honestly, I don't think he does. I got hit with a chill, and it made me oh, rethink God, my dude. entire career. <laughs> Literally, it I got the chair shot, and I was like, I took Chesha and I was like, what in the hell did I choose this for? They <laughs> <laughs> I mean, absolutely just destroyed each other. And um, luckily they they didn't do the superplex that they were trying to do because I don't know if anybody would have survived it. <laughs> you know it's a lot of men in the ring when one is setting one up for something and they just realize, no, I can't do this because the ring won't support it. <laughs> the ring will just not allow us to do this to each other. Um, but man, it was something else. It was just a destruction. Um, Woody, have we got uh, one of your big men calling in? Yeah, uh, Cyrus is supposed to be calling in uh, here is he, around the seventh. Is he three one one three? Yes, sir. That's it. All right, well, Jeter, we're going to bring on another one. You are more than welcome to stay on with us. Um, y'all can talk big man talk, and me and Woody will get out of the way. Um, but <laughs> as we said, I hope the phone lines can hold us all. And I hope <laughs> well, I no can ring remain. Can, right? <laughs> no <laughs> can't. And I hope I can remain professional um, because the man coming on now is one of my arch nemeses by proxy. I, I got more issue with Logan Chase than I do him. But um, it is former, I believe former now, DSCW champion. Is that right? He is the he's he got uncrowned this last week after a 26 month run with a Southern States title. It is Cyrus the Destroyer. Cyrus, how are you? He might be mad at me. He might be case facing me. 
That doesn't hurt his feelings. <laughs> if he's like me, I've had problems getting through tonight. So it's been that kind of night. I think y'all are up there. I think that I'm through now. There he is. Now we there got him. Go. I knew. Uh, I knew I was mad for some reason. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you finally get the big one. You after you. Somebody finally got one over on you. How'd that go down? They, well, they they did finally get me and everything. But uh, I mean, I didn't get pinned, so it was an escape the cage match. And I mean, I did go through a <laughs> oh my goodness! Just ridiculous. These, these guys hit every, each other with everything but a forty-five caliber. I'm just saying. Uh, oh yeah, it, was, it, it definitely was a great matchup. Uh, I mean, I give everything to, to Johnny Rock about it and and all that. It was it was a great match. Well, uh, you and Jeter are certainly no strangers to each other. Um, how is it when you're getting ready to face a man that, you know, because, again, just like Jeter, you guys don't hardly ever get to wrestle anybody that is even half your size. Um, but when you get somebody close to it, what's different about that match? Well, you know, the, the biggest difference to me is thinking of stuff to do. Uh, I mean... <laughs> we're both going against each other, and we're both big guys. And it's like, well, crap, what do we do here? <laughs> we're, we're we're both monsters, and I mean that's that's the role we both play and everything. So, uh, but I think you know the the couple times that we have wrestled and everything that uh, that we have uh, come come together closer and uh, and wrestled good matches, good quality matches, and all. And uh, is it, I mean, is it just two? Is that it? Yeah, it's just been two. Mm-hmm. I feel like somebody's slacking off around here. I mean, we would have did our part. Nobody's paying attention. Oh, oh goodness gracious. That's, that seems crazy. I guess you're going to tell me you and Shane Mark have only wrestled twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. That is accurate. <laughs> hey, I I got a question for for matter of fact for for Cyrus and Jeter. Uh, as far as growing up, well, Jeter, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, uh, growing up watching wrestling as a kid, we all did it. You know, we all were pinned to the TV Saturday morning and Saturday nights. Uh, who was the influence in y'all's life? Uh, far as you wanted to be who you wanted to grow up and be when you when you were wrestling when you wanted to be a wrestler. What wrestler did you want to be? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my my hands down was the Undertaker. I mean, I absolutely <laughs> loved him when I was a kid. I'm I remember one of the first matches I watched him in was uh well, I watched his later his earlier matches after this, but him and uh, Yokozuna did that uh, coffin match, and wow. I thought it was just. I thought it was just amazing. Uh, watched him in that match, and uh, just the way he could work the crowd. When I when I was a kid, I just thought he was the coolest thing in the world. Though I didn't know nothing about wrestling or anything like that. I was just like, I like that guy. He's big, <laughs> and, and that was my thing. I was like, I would want to be like him. So, wow. And, How about you, Jeter? 
Um, for me as a kid growing up, I wasn't always a tall guy. So I, I initially the I gravitated to the small technical guys like a Benoit, mm-hmm. a, um, a William Regal. Those were two of my favorites. Oh, um, yeah, I was a big Regal fan. Uh, Benoit and Regal, a little bit of Taz. But uh, if I did have to, the, the person that captured my imagination from a uh, gimmick standpoint, not necessarily the wrestling, was Sting. It was, for, for, for him, it was the him being silent and the attention he commanded and just being silent. He didn't have to speak, and you would see fans lose their mind. But as I got older and really got into uh, the overall, from psychology to the gimmick to the in-ring, it became Taker. And it was because uh, I watched him have a couple of classic matches. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite, my, my absolute favorite, was uh, Taker versus Kurt Angle from No Way Out of 06. That right there. Wow. Was, that match blew me away and has been my favorite ever since. Y'all knew how many times. We have gone over that match. I, I probably hadn't ridden with Jeter um, five times. We have, that match has not come up at some point. <laughs> I mean, he really did dig that match. And, and what one to, to, to ball to, because, I mean, it is that perfect. It's kind of like all those things we were talking about, that it was a big man versus a smaller guy, but they they melded it together so well that you really didn't think of it in those terms. I think, And I think that that is, is one, of the, one of the arts that a big man kind of has to have that maybe you don't realize right off is that, that there are times where you have to sort of erase the size deferential, and you, you, you have to make the people believe that the guy you're wrestling is just as capable as you are. Um, is that something y'all kind of had to come into on your own? Um, for me, yeah. Um, when you can make people believe that Supernatural can beat you, you've come into it. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> I hate that match. <laughs> it sounds like uh, sounds like Ray 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 and uh, uh, I'm Cyrus. Sorry. I was just gonna yeah. say how many times has Cyrus been in with Ray Ray and and uh, and it always looks like Ray's about to get it done, and then somebody yeah. will probably put a tennis racket or a chain or some mess like that, like y'all like to do. But whatever, I'm gonna dwell on that tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this about Cyrus too, and here's a, a, a inside baseball that a lot of people don't know about him. They just look at him and think that's a big, strong, uh, corn-fed white dude. Um, he's got a mind for this thing like you would not believe, um, just in, in, in how to go about preparing for a match and how to uh, do what the old men always talk about and tell that story. Um, it, it's certainly, and Jeter's the same way, too. Um, it, it is underrated. And, again, for big men, that becomes so important because – if you're not if you're not capable of that, what you wind up doing is just kind of plodding around and throwing a guy around here and throwing a guy around there, and he's doing all the work, and you're just soaking up all the cheers or the booze. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, you, you I, I think that goes for smaller guys too. I, I think every match needs to have its own story to it. You know, um, 
whether it be the David and Goliath match or, you know, it be two David matches, I'm just a, I'm just a stickler for that. I, you know, it was always it was beating my head the last few years. Tell the story, bring the crowd into it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, you know that the best way that it was explained to me was it was explained that you know every wrestling match is like a a book, and it's it's your book that you're writing. You got the beginning, and then you know to get the crowd into it, you got the middle to keep them interested, and then you know you got the end. You know whether it's going to be whether it's going to be bad bad wins over good or good wins over bad. Right. And and both of you are at similar places in your career. Cyrus, who was somebody that you worked with early on that really helped you understand how to get there and, and how to do it the way that you do it now? Because both of you progressed infinitely from the first time I've seen you. I, if I... If I gave anybody credit, it would be Woody um, for listening to him and uh, listening to everybody, listening to his advice of always telling me, keep an open mind with everybody, learn from everyone and everything. Um, I mean, I think that's what's really helped me out the most is not going into a locker room and, and listening to everybody. And instead of asking about, things that were good in my match, I asked about the bad things, like what was bad, what what do I need to work on, and everything. Yeah. Hey, what about you, Jeter? Um, is there a particular opponent that you maybe had a program with or, or a particular place you worked at when you worked there that really sort of uh, broke you out of, of sort of being just a young guy in the business to the wrestler that you are now? Um... I, I I guess that we can answer that question in three parts, if you will. Um, as far as me understanding uh, what it is to quote unquote be, mean to be a big man, I think the guy that really initially put me on the path with that was um, actually Nemesis. Uh, we had really? several conversations. Yeah. Uh, we had several conversations here and there, and it clicked once me and him had once he and I had those particular conversations. As far as um, a lot of the storytelling aspect, uh, that comes from actually uh, Platinum, because he's a real stickler for story. Um, last answer, UFO answer. Coming from my, my, the time I had to split between working at PCW and up at Anarchy, because um, once I got up there, you got to wrestle. You get to wrestle guys, uh, Judas. You get to work with guys like uh, Brody Ray Chase, Brody Ch- Ray Chase, and then coming back down to PCW and get to, and, and get to work with uh, a lot of the younger guys, and uh, as well as yourself, man. It, it, it all it all melded together to uh, bring about. Well, what you see in front of you whenever you see Jeter in 2016. One more guy. One more guy. Um, one more guy who always put a lot of uh, inspiration and bug. Well, two more guys, rather. Inspiration and, and information and, and, and inspiring in my head. You got Simon Servant and you also got Rick Michaels. Those guys are two good ones. Um, those guys there, man, if. 
Simon always stresses the point of being able to entertain as well as go. Because if anybody's ever seen Simon Sonnen work, for as good of a wrestler as Simon is and can be, he's that much better of an entertainer. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, I think people will always think of Rick in those terms because he's been around for so long. But I've never met a wrestler worth his salt who didn't shut up when Simon Sermon was talking. (laughs) That's a fact. (laughs) And and he's not going to give you a big, long speech. It's going to be quick and to the point. And you better grab it when it's coming out because he's not going to repeat it either. Uh, it's just gold when he's telling it to you. Woody, you got a question for the board? Uh, well, I, I know I got one for Cyrus I was going to touch base with. And, uh, well, actually, you're going to touch uh, both of them. It's kind of a two part deal. Uh, uh, so I know, Cyrus, you did a, a tryout the other day, and I'm not sure who it was with. Who did you do a tryout with the other day? No, it was with uh, Evolve and uh, Norman Smiley from NXT. Okay. So I well, kind of want to know how that went. I, I, I thought it was Evolve, but I didn't want to spit the wrong one out. Right. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was uh, pretty gruesome. <laughs> they brought us in there and ran us through some uh, cardio drills that, that I've never done before in the ring and you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, at the end of the day, there was only a few of us that got picked out of 32 people to do the pre-show, and all. And uh, I mean, it was a, it was a great, it was a great learning experience. Uh, I was very humble. Um, I was very humble when they asked me to be in the pre-show, and well, everything because I mean, there was a lot of top quality guys there, and yeah. everything. And you know, I. Like Peter said earlier, I'm always wanting to beat myself up more than any anybody else can beat me up when it comes down to it. But I mean, it, it felt good to show that my hard work people actually noticed it. Did uh, so how many did they pick for the how many did they pick for the pre-show? Uh, I believe it was uh, it was four of us for the pre-show. Okay, well, that's pretty good, isn't it? That's, out of 32, if you made the cut, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um. As far as uh, what have you? This is another question for both y'all now. Like, what what are your what are your plans for the future? I mean, uh, what what are you wanting to do? What are you want to do with your career now? Uh, you're both uh, fairly young men, and uh, just kind of wanted to see uh, which way you want to go with your career. Well, I just I really want to strive to get it to that next level. I mean, I. I, I want to get to that next level and, you know, show that guys my size and Jeter's size, you know, are, are different looks and everything can make it in the business, you know, like the old days. Like in the old days, they, they just wanted big guys. I mean, I, I think he and I can move around just as quick as those other big guys that are all cut up and, and everything. I mean, I know we still, you know, we – we both tried to put muscle on and everything, but we have that different look of each other, I believe. Um, for me, I want to get to the next level, but I'm gonna be honest. I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure if I'm honestly. I'm trying to make it to the fair anymore. Uh, for me, 
I like um, a lot of things I'm seeing over in Japan, and I would like to test test my uh, get to Japan, learn learn from uh, some of the guys there, uh, test myself in Japan, and then maybe if 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 uh, it's part of the plan, Lord willing, make it back around to the field if possible. You know, um, like like Cyrus said, I'm, 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 I think I personally believe that we are still viable in this business, and, and and it's up to a class of big men to come in and prove that we are still viable in this business, and it, and that you don't necessarily have to you don't have to look like a six foot eight model. You don't have to look like a Look like uh, Big Cass or uh, or Kevin Nash or any other mm-hmm. super cut seven footer in order in order to uh, to make it to make it be viable in this business. Yeah. Um, and if I ask, we are getting to a place where there are more options. Go ahead, go ahead, Woody. Uh, another thing I was going about. Uh, how about both of y'all name a couple of guys like say two guys that you'd like to work with in the next year. Well, I put uh, you on the spot. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they got a Rolodex of them. Lord knows I hear from Jeter all the time. Don't have them now. <laughs> <laughs> um, in all honesty, um, for me right now, uh, just to um, off the top of my head, John Davis is a guy I would like to lock up with in a singles competition. And uh, Wardell Walker still owes me a match, and I'm still looking for that match. And I'm still effort against Jeter every day of my life. <laughs> I, I have tried. <laughs> Cyrus, you got anybody you aching to put the hurt on? I'm hang him up. Both. Don't say me. Golly, I, I was put on the spot right there. I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, that, golly, I, I'm really thinking of, of two guys. I, I, I really enjoy just getting a chance to work everybody. Uh, I mean, I look at every match as a big match, and I, I just enjoy working everybody that I get in the ring with. It, uh, you know, because it's a learning experience every time. Uh, uh, <laughs> man, um, wow. I mean, some of them I'd like to see, like, get to work again. I, I mean, I always like working Ace Rockwell. You know, I always felt that me and him had pretty good matches. Um, well, we had one good match, and I think I think it'd be fun to do it again because it's two totally different styles. Um I'm trying to think. I think one of the best matches I ever saw you in, Cyrus, was Adam Jacobs. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That thing just. <laughs> Listen to him. Listen to what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but that, that, but no, um, that match was a blast. Uh, I would say, but he retired, of course. So yeah, I thought he did. Um, which yeah, I, I was hoping it was more of a wrestling retirement, not a real one. But uh, um, I tell you what, if you ever want itching to get a tag team up again, I, I, I mean, I figure like you you should have a rematch against me and Shane. You did lose. Um, we did win the match, so I mean, 
if you ever want to lock them up again, I'm more than willing. Uh, oh, you're not talking about just hack knives, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know, yeah, I mean, Shane. Shane couldn't get it done, but you know Logan was doing a bunch of bull mess. Um, but when I was in there, it was a different, uh, it was a different outcome. We we walked away with victory. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And but you weren't in there with me, so. <laughs> well, you know, Logan, uh, uh, there's no I and T. There's no I and T. And uh, I got my personal trainer, Jeter. Uh, he can, I'm sure he can work with me, get me right. He was helping me out just Saturday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, you know, I don't know why y'all do this because it hurts. I just want everybody know that that um, from a person who is not a wrestler, um, who has been fortunate enough to be around a lot of wrestling, but is is, is by no stretch of the imagination one. Um, it hurts. It hurts a lot more than they let on. Um, even those simple things that you think might not hurt, they hurt even more. So just know that. Know the next time you see somebody fall down in the ring, that ain't no trampoline. Um, <laughs> and I am sore in places that I didn't even use when I was practicing. So I don't understand any of it anymore. Um, so I'm going to stick to doing the things of this business that I know well. <laughs> and I'm going to leave the other stuff to the professionals. Unless Cyrus and Logan want to, t- want to get it one more time. I'm pretty sure we can make that happen down the road. I bet we could. I bet we could. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you deserve a shot. You deserve a shot, kid. You're a pretty good kid. <laughs> I know a guy can look it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loves to. Who loves to book it. Well, big man, we are so glad y'all could join us tonight. And I got to tell you, you are two of my favorite people. Uh, I, I love to beat up on Cyrus any chance I get. But at the same time, it is it is a joy to work with him, um, mainly because I don't have to actually get in the ring with him. It's great. <laughs> just like with Logan, which I prefer. Uh, I let Shane Marks do all that. Um, and I bet somewhere down the line, either at DCW or Georgia Premier or at PCW, that you two will, uh, will hook it up again for the rubber match. It might be a race between me and Woody who gets it first. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we will catch y'all on the next one. Thank you so much for being in here with us, Woody. What y'all get up to this weekend? Oh man, we just we just got one little shot this weekend. We gonna we doing another national title pond deal down in Jasper, Georgia, uh, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Bring your own chair. There's gonna be and yeah. All right, um, we are we're loaded up here with um, July second falls on the first Saturday, so we're gonna run a show. And July fourth right. is our traditional Revolutionary War game, so we're gonna run a show there too. So we're gonna take one day off in the middle and hopefully catch our breath and rest our bones because I'm here to tell you we're gonna need it after that show on the second. Um, I'm going to make an effort to be there. I can't guarantee. It depends on my work schedule. So I, well, I have to have you, a bro. job to pay for my wrestling show. <laughs> 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 on July the 4th, we've got our war game, and that is going to feature our guest that just left here, Jeter, Kevin Park, who he will be battling with um, just a day before, or a couple days prior, um, Brian Blaze's tag team partner. It's going to feature 
um, <laughs> Johnny Danger and Quasi Man Disco on the PCW side, and the Cornerstone are going to throw out the Carpenter, Dementia DeRose, one of your favorites, Bill the yes. Butcher, one of your favorites, Trevor Aon, and Stephen Platinum has a choice of who the fifth member will be, so we'll find out who that is on the day of. But before we even get to that show, we've got another show on the second. Now, somebody on this phone keeps uh, adding stuff to their super show. Every day, I see another person <laughs> added to their super show. But I'm going to tell you right now, Woody, we got a super show of our own. Um, so, match one, or I should say not necessarily match one, but first up, we're going to have Brian Blaze versus Trevor Eon in a blindfold match. Oh, sweet. <laughs> right, gimmick central, right? <laughs> um, uh, then we're going to run out Devlin Valak versus Bill the Butcher in a haircut match. But that hair will be safe. But if Bill the Butcher loses, it'll be Stephen Platinum who gets that brand new platinum blonde head of his shaved. And I if Devlin Valak loses, it will be father to be Johnny Danger with that long flowing black mane of his that gets shaved. That's just two matches, folks. I got two more. Wow. I'm off for you. Hot prospect, hot commodity, burning up the scene. Victories all over the place. Wiley Russell, Southern Pride, PCW, entered into the S, uh, the Scenic City Tournament. Gunnar Miller has been challenged by the revelation, Shane Marks. Yes. That'll be good that stuff right enough there. For you. We're going to round her all out with a 60-man Iron Man match between Jeter, Kevin Park, and Slim J. Folks, if you like wrestling, there ain't no reason for you to not be in Porterdale on July the 2nd because I'm giving you all I can. What, what else can I give them, Woody? What else can I give to the people? <laughs> maybe you might can give them $100 each with each ticket, maybe. <laughs> I mean, really. Man, that's, that's all they can do is, is, is just hold me up. That's all they could possibly want from me was to hold me up. Well, we well, I'm hoping, so much for I'm hoping to be there because that's, that's a pretty dang strong lineup for sure for any wrestling strong. fan. That's strong. We're going two days deep, and I cannot wait. Um, all you need is an umbrella, some sunscreen, and a jug of water. You get your ticket, and you can get in there and do it with us. <laughs> well, we did it again, and we did it. We talked wrestling. Um, we beat off some technical problems. And by second, we'll do it all again in a couple more weeks. We are. We thank you for listening to the broadcast. Please tune in next week. brought to you by the DWH Radio Network. For 50 years, Kawasaki has been defying convention and building masterpieces that have revolutionized motorsports. Come celebrate Kawasaki's breakthrough products like the Jet Ski Watercraft, Ninja Motorcycles, and Mule Side-by-Sides at the Golden Anniversary Sales Event from April 1st through June 30th. 
Great financing is available, plus sales incentives on select models at participating dealers. Visit Freedom Power Sports Canton before June 30th to take advantage of these great offers. For 50 years, Kawasaki has been defying convention and building masterpieces that have revolutionized motorsports. Come celebrate Kawasaki's breakthrough products like the Jet Ski Watercraft, Ninja Motorcycles, and Mule Side-by-Sides at the Golden Anniversary Sales Event from April 1st through June 30th. Great financing is available, plus sales incentives on select models at participating dealers. Visit Freedom Power Sports Canton before June 30th to take advantage of these great offers.